0: It is one of the great ironies of art that these forms of expression, which reach so many people, are made by those who are so often alone in their creative process. Creating art and doing work that connects us all can be a lonely endeavor. There are exceptions, but in very many cases, an artist's desire for connection and self-expression is what leads them to a quiet room for hours on end, apart from everyone that will connect with their work later on. This process becomes a way of life and even an ever-present state of mind, such that even when they do go out into the world and are finally able to be rewarded for their art, they might find that this is difficult to enjoy. In their mind, they are already traveling back to that quiet room while the celebration is still going on. In a way, we are all learning how to live life as an artist now. Life during a pandemic has, in many ways, become like that quiet room, Their musicians and writers and visual artists and creative people of all types are pretty used to spending lots of time there, but now they stay there, and no one can get out in public and see those projects take flight. But even in the midst of isolation, there is connection. At least, we can still connect with the world virtually, if nothing else. And in the music world, there is a lot of this, thankfully. One example of a group doing just that is Chatham County Line with songwriter and frontman Dave Wilson and multi-instrumentalist John Tier as our guests on this episode of Southern Songs and Stories. Southern Songs and Stories is produced in partnership with Grassroots Radio, WNCW, and Osiris Media, and is available wherever you get your podcast and at wncw.org. One easy and very helpful way to spread awareness of the artists featured here, their music, and this series is to subscribe to this podcast and give it a good rating and a comment on the platforms where you listen to your podcasts. This is Southern Songs and Stories, the music of the South and the artists who make it.
1: Hey guys, this is Eric Krasno here. I wanted to tell you about a brand new podcast that I'm putting together with my friends from Osiris. It's called Eric Krasno Plus One. I'll be sitting down with a lot of my favorite musicians and people from the entertainment industry that I've gotten to know over the years. One of the great things about being a touring musician are the people I've met along the way. Some of my favorite memories from the 20 years I've spent on the road are the backstage conversations and hearing my favorite musicians tell their stories. I've gotten to meet many of my heroes and watched many young musicians become legends in their own right. The one constant I've found is that they all have a unique and interesting story to tell. There's a certain bond that just happens between musicians, especially musicians that have been on the road together. I invite you to be a fly on the wall for these conversations. Welcome to Eric Krasno plus One.
0: Now that we're all in quarantine, we get to live out in a way those desert island fantasies that everybody's been talking about. But the reality, I think, is a lot less fun than what people might have thought it was. How about you?
2: Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. I think everybody was dying to, you know... I, if I only didn't have a job, I could do all the things I wanted to do. I think one of the biggest issues is this situation is just subtracting a lot of the great things people wanted to do. You know, an example, travel or take a road trip across the country or whatever it is you wanted to do. It's limited now. And not only that, I just think that people, just the unease of general day-to-day life being um, upset this way, is it's such a, a, a novel thing to occur that um, people don't know how to deal with it. And I think even this far in, we're just sort of coming to terms
1: with the new normal. Yeah, I agree. It's, it's definitely a, a forced habit now uh, that you're or forced habitat of being uh, stuck inside and and doing all that, but to kind of make the, the best of it. And I, I think coming from, uh, you know, I used to live by myself for a for many, like almost 12 years. I had a house that I rented and and now I have some roommates and it's you definitely t- still try to keep yourself busy and do uh, all the things that you can, but also appreciate it. It's all about twisting the minds uh, the, uh, the idea around of, of accepting boredom and how it's fine. Everything, you know, if, if you're stuck and just sitting watching a show or doing your thing and uh, it's, it's learning to appreciate boredom. Uh, and look at it in a different light than before of, like, how I think everybody's always wanting to be like, oh, I I, I can't sit here, sit still, and do this. I got to go, go, go. So now it's just a time to reflect on that, and you're kind of forced to be bored. And so, you know, just enjoy, twist it and enjoy it.
0: Yeah, isolation brings with it its lesson and a blessing of sorts.
1: Yeah, of course, Absolutely.
2: It's also really hard to be happy when you know there are a lot of people in the world that are going through life changing events and there are some people that are at the end of a rope of suffrage and there's certain yeah. people, you know, doctors and everyone in the healthcare industry that is working to the quick. And so it's tough to just sit on your duff at your house and read a book and feel like you're doing everything you can. I think that's yeah. that's the reason a lot of people are, you know, making face shields and making masks and trying to donate their time because there is this sense of a global epidemic that's only you know only certain people can help. So we
1: just want to play some music, and that's uh, it's kind of tough. <laughs> yeah, we're doing our best to, to do that at home and try to spread that word without <laughs> spreading anything out and working together from a distance, you know.
0: Even before the novel coronavirus pandemic turned life upside down, major changes were afoot for Chatham County Line. Banjo player Chandler Holt departed, although he is still playing with them on their new album and even joins them on some of their virtual performances on their YouTube channel lately. Sonically, the big difference with Strange Fascination is the addition of drums. Jan Westerlund, who is known for his playing in MIPSO and Phil Cook's group, is heard throughout the album, which was recorded at Mitch Easter's Fidelatorium studio. Chris Berner, who is often featured on guitar when touring with Hiskold and Messenger, mixed and mastered it. The band has also moved away from using a single, ribbon-type old-school microphone towards singing into individual mics. And the new album's title track features a notable non-North Carolinian, Sharon Van Etten. Strange
3: fascination Reach for a shooting star, don't know a lucky, don't know a lucky you are Strange fascination it's gone. Reach out and trace that scar Don't go lucky Don't know lucky you I want a hand to hold Chase away Beach for a shooting star.
0: Tell us about working with Sharon Van Nett, and how did that come about?
2: She is a friend of a friend, and we really— I was too timid, to tell you the truth, personally, to ask her to sing on that track. I would thought about it. We really wanted a female voice. You know, there's, I mean, some great women out there, even just in North Carolina, that we thought about asking, and I just had mentioned Sharon— to the band and everybody was really excited about it. And, uh, unbeknownst to me, Greg actually reached out, uh, to our friend of a friend and just to see if she'd be into it. She's, she's been to a couple shows and, uh, we're kind of friends with her and, you know, we've, we've hung out and she understands what we do and appreciates the, the band for, for what Chatham Line is. And so she was really into it and, she kind of blew my mind because we just, you know, the digital world, I sent her the track and the lyrics. I said, you know, just do whatever you want to do. I thought that she might sing just this simple harmony part. But when she sent the tracks back, she had done a two-part female harmony to my original vocal part, which was really kind of mind-blowing and, yeah. Sort of one of the great things about her is she sent that and that is her. That is what she does kind of that she brings this this new ethereal essence to whatever it is she's working on. You can hear it in her choice of melodies. You can hear it in in the character of her voice. Um, You can hear it in her lyrics and her music. I mean, it's really cool. And that's the mark, I think, in my mind of a true artist. And we were we were definitely blessed to have her be a part of the album.
0: Well, let's talk about Strange Fascination. I've been digging into the record. It's a strong one. And Dave, I, I think you're making some points here with some of these songs, uh, subtly but poetically, such that people could listen to them and sing along and perhaps not think too hard about what's being said. But... Tell us about what you're getting across here.
2: I mean, there are definite examples of that on the record. I, I tend to like messages. I like messages and art, but I don't feel like you really need to hit the um, the person taking in the art over the head with them in a lot of ways. Like, uh, remember the thing where they had the crucifix and the urine in the museum like that is so in your face and sometimes shock value is great but also sometimes subtlety has its charm and i really think that a lot of the music that this band creates is really grounded in subtlety and if someone wants to dig down into a song like the eagle and the boy and really understand the general subtext of men being essentially worthless in the light of what woman brings to the world they can dig down and find that but they can also just sing along and enjoy the music because that that really is what music is is, is it's a form of entertainment in a way to to pass the time with a smile
1: I agree that uh, Dave has a, a strong way of uh, be able to translate what he's trying to say in in in, in like simple phrases and just a simplistic way that that uh, comes across strong. A lot of people when they're when I tell them like of writing a song because I don't I don't write lyrics at all, but I do agree when I hear them, I know when they're real when they're done well and they're done great. And part of it is like if somebody's telling you a basic thing like hey I'm going to the store to get milk that's really all you need to know instead of them d- describing them getting into the car and like turning the ignition and doing this all this other stuff that really has nothing to do and nothing you really want to hear you just kind of keep it simple but uh, Dave does it in such a poetic way and and uh, a lot of his songs to me um, like Eagle and the boy or Uh, Queen Anne's gold, like being able to have like a cinematic view of the entire, when I hear those songs a lot of time, I feel like I'm watching a movie and I can see the entire story uh, unfold before me in so few words, you know, so, yeah.
0: The song Free Again is a good example here. It's about the American dream of freedom with an eye towards those who could only dream about it.
3: This is for the blood.
0: Us about your weekly cover series now. You've got some great songs up there already. Touch of Grey by the Grateful Dead, Alabama Shakes Hold On, The Who's Kids Are All Right, John Prine's Illegal Smile. What's up next? How long are you going to keep doing this?
2: That is a good question. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we, we, we don't want to be forced to do it forever. Uh, not that yeah. we don't enjoy it, but we'd rather be out there at the Cat's Cradle or something, playing a show and and seeing people sway in person. But, you know, it, it is a great thing because the three, four of us, however many, we love playing music together, and right now we're forced to not do that in person. And so having little jobs like this to keep us connected musically and personally has been kind of a nice... Way to transition into this new world, and and it's kept us kept us attached, which is nice. Choice of songs, I have no idea. There are so many millions of songs in the world to this day and age. We just try to keep one up that's kind of fun. And uh, over the next couple of weeks, like last weekend, we did Brother a song, which is actually one of uh, a tune I wrote for a Norwegian album. Um, And that allowed us to get Chandler back playing and our friend Yannis Gale to play with us. And this uh, coming week, we're going to do a song from the new album, Station to Station, with a a super special guest we're really excited about. Um, And that'll come out uh, Friday or Saturday of this week. And then maybe next week, we'll either take a week off or we'll just get back to you know, picking something off the radio. I listen to a lot of radio. And so hopefully a song will come on that makes sense.
1: Yeah. And I think um, it's, it's been a, it's been a lot of fun to do. And, and, uh, uh, but I think for the most part too, is it's awesome to see the fans reactions and like how, how much they appreciate it and enjoy it. And that it's getting, you know, a lot of them are, saying that it's, it's just nice to have that break and for them to see that and look forward to and, and what they enjoy from it and if it makes them happy I think that's, that's part of why, why we're doing it, why we play music in the first place is to pro- provide the happiness and, the, and to see the, the, the fans and the people that uh, are into it when they dig it and they're getting into it it just makes us um, want to do it even more
0: Talking about Southern culture, and I always throw this question out on any kind of level from a food on a dish to philosophy of the region and history, any which way you want to slice it, can you reflect on elements of Southern culture that are in your music? And on the flip side of that, do you have anything that you think that you're putting back out into that culture? What might you be reflecting and putting back into the history?
2: That is a, a a super interesting question. You know, thinking about it, we've always looked at ourselves as as kind of a regional band and a regional export per se because you know, I've spent my entire life in the Piedmont of North Carolina and the weather of the Piedmont, you know, and the climate and That informs me, and I've absorbed the music that's come to me in this area, you know, and that informs the music in a lot of ways. And so when we go, you know, coast to coast in the States or we go overseas and play shows, that is what we are. You know, we're representatives of where we are, and we feel very strongly about our roots in North Carolina. And it's just we're like a continuation. We're just a, a, a branch that grows from a tree in uh, hopefully a new direction and spreads itself out over the world. And, you know, people can pick up a little bit off of it.
1: Yeah, and I think uh, uh family's an important part, too, with growing up uh, in the South and just being connected to, uh, like, small-town sort of neighbors and, and basically kindness, I think, for me that's something uh, my mom instilled in me since I was a a child of one of the things she said to me every day is be kind to everybody. And I try to follow that and I, you know, that's, that's good for me. So I've tried to follow that every day and uh, in the music and just trying to provide happiness to the, to the crowds and to the fans, you know, and the people out there. And that's what it's, it's a very simplistic way. And I think it's a good Southern tradition and outlook on life a lot of times is to help your neighbor and and be kind to everyone and to, you know we're all in this together so i think we tried to do that musically as well
0: it's been wonderful to have you on southern songs and stories is there anything that i left out or anything that you would like to touch on
1: uh we're just excited to get the um the strange fascination that comes out uh this friday so we're real pumped about that getting it out for the fans and uh promoting the album and uh playing the music and hopefully we will continue and get through this difficult time and and be able to play for for uh, for everyone again and have a good time yeah we yeah.
2: hope live music survives in yeah. into the next century and we want to be a part of it
0: that's almost it for this episode thanks for listening i hope you enjoyed our time with chatham county line and that you will subscribe to this series on your podcast platform of choice and give it a good rating and a review. Great ratings and reviews especially will make Southern Songs and Stories and the artists profiles more visible to more people just like you. Thanks to Apple Podcast listener Alake 4 for your recent five-star rating and review, which says, quote, I love to listen to this podcast while traveling as it instantly transports me to a sense of home, end quote. Also, it helps spread awareness and make more people connected when you like and follow the show on our social media. You can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, at South Scenes, and on Instagram, at South Stories. You can correspond with me by email at southernsongsandstories at gmail.com or K at wncw.org. Southern Songs and Stories is part of the podcast lineup of both Public Radio WNCW and Osiris Media with all of the Osiris shows available at osirispod.com. And you can also hear new episodes of this podcast on Bluegrass Planet Radio at bluegrassplanetradio.com. Thanks also to Steve Johnson of SJ21 Music for helping to make this episode possible. Our theme songs are by Josh Ming. You can find out more about his work on his SoundCloud and Instagram by searching for Joshua Ming. That's M-E-N-G. I'm your host and producer, Joe Kendrick, And this is Southern Songs and Stories, the music of the South and the artists who make it.
2: playing in a band with guys for twenty years, you know their musical language and you know what words they know and what words they don't and therefore if everyone kind of bounces around in within the, the confines of that language if you if you'll allow the the metaphor. If you stay within those bounds, everybody works together really well. I mean twenty years you really know about, you know, if they're hungry or if they're not hungry, you know, if they're tired or over caffeinated. I mean, it's just, it's life. And, and uh, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And we hope that the fans, when they come to see us, that's one of the reasons they come to see us is because we know each other so well and have played so many stages and so many hours together.
0: This gives me an idea, yeah. guys. I've got it. Here's, here's your next thing you can do when you're doing these virtual shows. You can do it blindfolded and not have a set list and then go out there and and see what happens. Just start. We we (laughs) could
1: definitely do that. That's right. (laughs) Just don't blindfold my ears.
0: Yeah, that wouldn't work, though.
1: That would not work. Yeah.